You're listening to the Reynolds Hotbox. 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 The Reynolds Hotbox. And welcome back to the sports edition of the Reynolds Hotbox. I am your host, Brad Vincent. We're having fun in here. What's up, y'all? It's Jake Gardner here. This is Jalen Robinson. Uh, this is Mike Rubio. I've been kicked out of the other podcast. <laughs> the, the girls only podcast? Yeah. I don't agree with that. I should have been. I mean, they need a male voice over there. Just you need at least one. Need that that perspective. I mean, it's all about diversity, right? You gotta have like. Oh man! Before we get into too much of a controversial topic, let's just cut that one (laughs) off the head. But I see what you're saying, man. It's okay. I was I was joking. Just said. All right. So we're here to talk about Wolfpack sports, and um, I think we're gonna go ahead and get started with that uh, atrocity of a Colorado game, Colorado State at UNR, where. I don't even know where to begin. I, I don't know where to begin. I was at the game, uh, and the first thing I noticed was we were on the opposing side. Why were we on the opposing side? I don't know. I'm get I'm getting nothing but west and east. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand it. I didn't really pay attention to it, to be honest. I didn't notice. Yeah. I thought it was a little weird, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's a rivalry, right? Yeah. Now it's kind of become a rivalry with Jay Norvell leaving. Obviously, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, Jay Norvell leaving and taking all the players, or uh, 16 players, I believe. Um, and, I mean, he just got booed out of the stadium. It was kind of a, a terribly played game. But let's talk about what we saw on the field instead of the, all the off-field antics or sideline antics. How are we, um, how are we feeling about our offense? I'm going to tell you, I'm not too convinced. Yeah, I, I show up, you know, I think I get in middle of the first quarter, and um, basically the first thing I see is a defensive touchdown for Colorado State, and then... Cox literally threw yeah. right to him. I mean, I don't know, I don't want to say that the receiver messed up the route. He literally threw right to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I was, it was sad. I was in the stands, you know, I had my, my beer, and I was, I was yelling to the coach to put me in. Put me in, coach. That's what I was saying. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Channeling your pop Warner. Yeah, days. Nate. Put me in, coach. Yeah, Nate Cox. He just. He's not it. He's not him. I, I don't think so. I don't think he has a dedication. Jalen and I were talking about this the other day in the gym. Is I. I just don't see that level of dedication. It almost seems like the expectation is for him to be there, so he's there, yeah. but he's not there. If yeah, that makes sense. He's just not putting forth that effort, at least in my view. And honestly, with other people that I've talked to. They kind of feel the same way. I mean, I I don't really know what our backup situation is looking like, but I gotta tell you, man, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think Nate Cox is it. Yeah, I mean, what the first first two touchdowns of the game, they're both defensive touchdowns for Colorado State, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, but I, that's not to say that Colorado doesn't have their own issues on the. Oh yeah, you know, no, they were terrible side of the too. ball either. It was two terrible offenses. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was bad. I mean, I don't know who their starting QB is. I don't I don't even know what play. It almost looks like Jay Norvell took the entire playbook that he ran last year and tried to implement that into Colorado State, and I just don't think that they've really found their way yet. Yeah. Anyway, Jalen, what you got? Yeah, it was tough to watch. Um, I, I can see it all over your face, man. You're just disgusted the, with this conversation. <laughs> it was one of those games where you know you you don't you don't. I mean, you expect more from our team. To begin with, but you expect more in the game in general. I mean, we lost, and the opposing team, Colorado State, didn't even have an offensive touchdown. Um, so that just kind of, like I said, speaks volumes on where we're standing. Um, 
being a completely run-heavy offense, I mean, I thought that we were going to run the ball a lot more effectively. Um, but as you saw towards the end of the second half, we started throwing the football a lot more. Um, but there was a pick um, at the beginning of the game, which is why I think we went run-heavy after that, which I don't know if it confuses you guys, but why are we throwing the ball so much at the beginning of the game if we're already identifying ourselves as a run-heavy offense? And on top of that, I thought it was going to be a tandem when Devontae Lee only got, like, I think it was, like, five, six carries. So, like I said, it's a disappointing game. I mean, I expected more out of us, especially in a rivalry game. You saw the HUD coaches bickering at each other before the game started. Um, It was every bit of what I thought it was going to be as far as, like, the – the you know whole like intensity around yeah it, right? like the intensity yeah. and the intention and what we were going out there to do but once everybody got on the field it felt like it was just a slow pace like snail race so yeah it yeah. was packed when like the first quarter the stadium was pretty much packed the student section especially it was cool yeah and then it was, the game it was packed happened. it was it was a blackout <laughs> i mean it was packed Everyone was wild the first quarter, and then it just seemed like the energy just left Mackey Stadium. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it left with the quickness. As soon as it was there, it was gone. Yeah. Once we saw the pace of the game, I think I really think that first defensive pick was on Colorado's side was just kind of what got everyone like, okay, here we go again. And then the second one was just, I'm done. I'm well, out. it almost looked like we didn't, we weren't going to score any points before the halftime. That was sad. So it was yeah. like, you know, truthfully, I was there before halftime. And I was there for most of the first half, but it was hard to watch, like I said, because as a home fan, like, you want to score points. That's the whole, I mean, you need to score points to win, first of all, but for the fans and for them to get involved, like, you have to push the football. And uh, I don't know, I just, there's a lot of dead spirit on this football team, I feel like. There's a lot of expectation going in this year, and it's almost been a lot of disappointment. I, I definitely feel the same way. I feel like the the energy and the camaraderie that we had last year, we just don't have yeah. this year. I think we, it's going to take us another few years to find our way. And we're going to keep talking about Wolfpack Sports when we come right back. You are listening to the Reynolds Hotbox. We are a student-led podcast, and this is the sports edition of the Hotbox. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcast. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School of, of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. And welcome back to the Reynolds Top Box. Once again, we are a student-led podcast, and this is the sports edition of the Reynolds Top Box. Jake, you're awful quiet over there. Man, you're just kind of sitting in the corner, and you're frightening me. Yeah, What's going no, on, man? What's, no. What are you thinking? What's on your mind? Uh, you want to talk bu- football? You want to talk basketball? Where are we going? Uh, not much. I pretty much just agree with all you're saying for football-like don't just it's agree. Kind of Come on, re- we need an op- an opposing view. Come on, yeah, I need for me. Review, but there are some things to be like uh, optimistic about this year, like because the Mountain West as a whole is just like really bad this year. Like the West is kind of open right now. Like San Jose State's in first place, but if they lose like t- I think one or two more, then it's pretty much anyone's game though. So if Nevada can actually get something going, like in the last couple of games in the season probably not but there is still a possibility then we could like potentially make a bowl game and 
do really well, like finish top three. Yeah, but you you can't feel good going into Hawaii this week. You know, like like Jalen said, this is like dead spirit on this team. I think this, this season's over. Pack it up. We're done. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to say that, man. I don't I'm ready be, to say it. I don't want to be that guy to say it, but I, I, I do feel like, you know, we, before we went into the break, the energy is gone out of the team. It's going to take another few years for recruiting to catch back up, and we'll get there. It's just right now it's – it's bad for Wolfpack football, but it's okay. We're going to keep making strides forward. I, You actually touched on something, Jake. You said we're going to make a bowl game. I said there might be a possibility of making a bowl game. Well, because, yeah. let me ask let me ask y'all something. Do bowl games even matter anymore? Think about that. Do bowl games even matter anymore? I think they do. I think they matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, if you're a competitor, if you're an athlete – um, you do. I mean, do athletes? Do you think college athletes still use bowl games as a showcase? Absolutely, in a sense, because that's mm-hmm. a that's a a platform for them to go ahead and show themselves to hopefully get drafted or hopefully get signed after. And especially for those schools that don't really get the recognition that they deserve, um, we're talking about you know the Central Michigans of the world, the, the Central Floridas who make a bowl game because they Weber were, States, yeah, right? Well, Weber State's a Division One AA school, but same thing, yes. Um, but in the sense of what I'm trying to say is, like, those schools, they don't, they don't really get a whole lot of recognition in, like, the Eastern um, the Eastern conferences, like the, the MAAC or the MAC, um, as well as, like, you know, even um, what's the other uh, American conference out there? Um, you know, schools like Connecticut or Cincinnati, like, they, you know, you have, they did do good. Like, for example, like Cincinnati did do good last year. But have we talked about Cincinnati this year since Spencer Ritter left? No, we haven't. So, you know, those bowl games, they really do matter for the representation factor. And I also think they matter for um, the morale of the team. If you go into a season um, and you just decide to kind of just like say whatever and then we're done, pack it up, you know, then it's kind of like what are we, what, what are we striving for here what are we going for next year are we just going for oh if we don't make six games we're just gonna end the season so I mean and also to to add on top of that it's for coaches too because like if you don't make a bowl game if you don't do good if you I mean you're fired so um, bowl games do matter I mean they don't matter in the sense of a fan because it's just like another bowl game I mean for me personally I like bowl season I like watching all the bowl games that go on and whatnot but I feel like they do I feel like we should still strive. It's only six wins. We only need six wins to get to a bowl. So, I mean, we're we're four away from that. We have about what six or five games left, I think it is. Well, I was at I was at the tailgate uh, this past weekend, and I was talking with a uh, with a fan. I mean, he had had a he had thrown a few beers back, so he was obviously feeling buzzed. And we were talking about you know bowl games and do they really matter? The sponsorships change every year. Do players really put forth their best effort? We talked about the showcase, of course, and. He related it to the Pro Bowl. You know how the, the, there's a huge conversation about the NFL just nixing the Pro Bowl because players show up. They don't want to get hurt, right, especially especially if their team made the Super Bowl. They ain't even going to show up to the Pro Bowl because they can't risk getting injured. And you watch the games, and you got players taking plays off, and it's just kind of a vacation, which they definitely deserve after a hard season. They're going to go into their off-season breaks and do whatever they do. And normally – the sane side of me would always disagree and say, no, bowl games really do matter. But he kind of had a point. 
I don't know. I just kind of wanted to bring it up. You kind of had a point, I think. I think it's insane. You walked into that tailgate and you're like, yeah, these guys will have cogent opinions on bowl games. I'll talk to them. Well, <laughs> well that's not what happened. No, no, that's not what happened. I was, I was, I was at work. I was, I was working and these drunk guys just came up and we started talking and then somehow the conversation, because he was a Michigan fan. And then, then we just started talking and somehow the conversation led to a bowl game or, or <laughs> the, the conversation around bowl games. So I just kind of wanted to bring it up, but, um, before we run out of time, we do want to touch base on Wolfpack basketball. And Jake, I know you're the man with your ear to the ground on that. What do we have? We have a transfer from Oregon State who just came in. If you want to talk a little bit about him and uh, where do you see our season going? So, yeah, um, men's basketball is coming up and starting on, I think we have like an exhibition game on the 21st or 22nd. I don't remember when, but this year we have like five new transfers that came in one of those is Jared Lucas who is the guard out of Oregon State he should bring like a shooting and good like three-point stuff that was bad from last year's team because last year's team was kind of like an atrocity they did not have any good like chemistry at all which kind of led to a down part of the season so hopefully if the chemistry is good this year and we have like some good shooting there might be some like pretty good stats about our team this year but some people I talked to like I have a friend that was like uh, at like the open practice that they had and he said that this year's team might not be as good because they were looking rough they were they were like missing their shots and they were like just not really like getting together as a unit like pretty well I was talking to uh, to Will Baker uh, we were working on an assignment the other day and uh, you know he's the center for the team this year so um he's saying they're putting in 20 hours a week he says they're putting in the work and you know they didn't really get as much time in this off season to really prepare they didn't really have the facilities available which i find asinine i don't understand that if you're at a division one school and you don't have adequate access to all the facilities to train and get ready for the season with how much money they put into Wolfpack sports. But anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of a mystery right now. It's, it's a bit of a toss up. We could have a great season. We could have a bad one. Um, our defense from last year definitely needed to improve and we'll see if they do that. Our offense, you know, they had some good moments and, um, but then they had their bad moments to kind of yeah. coincide with that. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on Wolfpack basketball. It's really the start of the season. There's not a whole lot of hype right now, um, which I find kind of sad, but I do understand why it's not there. Yeah. Um, uh, we just have not had a good last few seasons. I think uh, I'm going to remain pessimistic on the boys. Uh, I think they should be putting in 21 hours a week instead of 20. And, that extra uh, hour is really going to do yeah. something for them, huh? But the girls, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I went to a few girls' games last year. And the women's team, they're they're really I, I, what I saw. They're 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 shooters. They're stone cold killers. You know, they they're 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 the real basketball team at UNR. Get the men's basketball team out of here. You know, I'm done with them. <laughs> Jump, Unless they could prove to me that they're worth it. <laughs> Terrible. Jump, jumping on the on the bandwagon, huh? Yeah, riding that thing until it crashes into the ground, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting ready to close everything out here. Does anyone else have anything else they want to add? Go Padres. Oh, go Padres. Come on now. <laughs> like my, s- my Giants didn't even make it into a wild card slot, and this dude's going to throw in go Padres. I think we lost every game to y'all this year, didn't we? I think maybe what? Maybe what? Nah, we, we, didn't we won lose three. Every game. Won um, three? Three games like this year? <laughs> a lot Might too as well a little. be every game. <laughs> a lot too little. 
a lot too a little. I, I don't know. I don't think anyone's gonna touch the Dodgers this year. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. It's we'll like see. Ac- it's like acid. Touched them last night. Yeah, well, <laughs> a little tapped maybe. Yeah. Hey, I made I even. Think- e- hey, even Floyd Mayweather gets tapped every once in a while. Doesn't mean he loses. First home game in uh, Petco Park in 16 years. Yeah, I mean wow. tomorrow. For my bracket, I picked the. Uh, I picked the Dodgers to make the World Series and stuff with like the Astros and, st- but. Again, I want like to see some new t- faces and like some new teams, but like I don't a- think it's going to happen. Honestly, it's but. like acid in my mouth saying that the Dodgers are going to go all the way, but I just you can't argue with their record. They I can argue with their history and their choking. Well, you, you can argue I mean, with yeah, that. And, and 2020, a lot of, 2020 World Series does not count. I knew you were going to say that because yeah. it was a sub, it, it was a sub. It's like saying it was not a full. Season, it's like saying right? to the NFL, let's play four games and decide who's going to be the Super Bowl champion. So you're saying they still got to prove themselves? They had a hundred more games to play you think in order for them to get to the playoffs. The Marlins made the playoffs that year. You think they're going to be tired? I don't think they're going. to. I mean, look, they're a great the team. Championship series. I think it's going to be a great series. I do think that obviously they're the overwhelming favorites, winning Let 110 me ask you games. This. Do the Dodgers win the pennant? No, I already picked the Braves. Like I didn't. I, I'm rooting for the Padres, obviously. Obviously, but um, me being realistic. Um, you know, trying to at least, obviously. Um, I I picked the Braves to actually repeat. We'll see, man. They don't got Freddie Freeman anymore. That slugger. Matt Olson hit a bomb the other day. I watched Pretty it. Decent. I watched it, but he's got to he's got to remain more consistent. Here's the thing: there's just a history of the Dodgers. They still have to prove to me that they can go through the gauntlet, right? They can go the distance, right? If the Padres had won the World Series. You know, 2020 COVID season, I would have been like, okay, like, I was still, honestly, as a fan and as a competitor, I would have been like, no way, that's a World Series championship, simply because of the fact that, like I said, they had to play 100 more games in order for them to get to the playoffs. They only played 60 games. So, um, with that being said, that's, like like I said, one-fifth of a, a football season, if you really are thinking about it, or like one-fourth of a football season. But, I mean, you look at their history – Every single time that we have expected the Dodgers to do something or go late, what have they done? It's been uh, it's been the Nationals. It's been the Astros, right? All right, granted, Astros cheated, I will say that. But at the end of the day, still lost. Yeah, I hear you on that. I'm honestly hoping the, Do- the Dodgers choke. But, again, you can't Sorry, Dodgers fans. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Get that blue out of here. Go back to L.A. Anyway, you guys got anything else you want to add? I'm good. All right, man. Yeah. I think I'm good. I don't know. Jake? I, I like the Mariners. I don't know anything about baseball, but okay. I, <laughs> I'm I, going with the Mariners. That's, that's one <laughs> one heck of a team to pick if you don't watch baseball. Interesting. <laughs> but I, it's all right. I can I can get with that. I'm I'm good. I just don't really know what to do for Major League Baseball playoffs this year because like. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm kind of a little bit depressed about how we're doing this year. Oh. So okay, we're gonna end it right here. So let's, let's not get end, into the yeah. Giants right now, man. I'm 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 still I'm still having my my depressing nights where I'm drinking a little too much. So <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to get over it. Anyway, we're gonna wrap things up. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the sports edition of the Reynolds Top Box. Again, we are a student led podcast, and we appreciate any support that you can give us. Tune in next week. <laughs>